and welcome to Reverse Sequels. My name is Ellie, and with me, as always, is... Patrick. And on today's podcast, we are talking Death Race 2. That's right. Death Race 2 is about the near future, where... All the prisons have been bought by corporations. One of those prisons, Terminal Island Penitentiary, has started doing live televised death matches between its prisoners. And then a guy named Carl shows up and shit hits the fan. Or Lucas. Was his first name Carl <laughs> or Lucas? Lucas his name Carl? Was, here's the thing. His name was Carl Lucas, but he went by Luke. That was his nickname. And his the- nickname was based on his last name. And the actor's real name. Was Luke. It makes me think he was like, I'm never going to remember Carl. You better start having some people call me Luke. Well, to quote um, maybe the most controversial character in the movie, (laughs) the name alone gives me a hard on. I really, it was so funny when she said that because I was like, that's his name, Carl? What a stupid name. Carl Lucas. And then she was like, oh, the name is great. You have to say all the names in this movie with a deep voice and everyone has a nickname here's my question nobody's named like jeffrey <laughs> nobody's like hi i'm jeff well it wouldn't work i mean carl's pretty normal yeah everybody has a crazy name or nickname nicknames Ooh. galore nobody really has a name nobody was like i'm william <laughs> i got a lot of questions but l- let's get to that um a couple things i left out of the recap one is that it starts off with death matches and then escalates to death race, which, you know, is the title of the movie. I was real confused for a while why it was called death race when they were fighting each other. I was real confused for a while because you told me Jason Statham was in this movie. And the reason we were <laughs> going and watching them was because we love Jason Statham. Every movie he's in is a fun, wild ride. And this was... Not that. This was not that, but also a couple of things. One, I felt like you. It was maybe 30 minutes in. (laughs) Felt like you watching Mamma Mia. And I was like, when's Abba going to show up? Where's my Jason Statham? Well, I knew when I didn't see his name in the credits. And then when Luke shows up, he's a bald guy. And I was like, oh, yeah, in the thumbnail... It's a, it's kind of like a blurry, faraway shot of a bald guy, and I assumed it was Jason Statham. So here's a huge thing. There was a moment where they filmed him, and I'm like, this is like his stunt double. That's what I This is Jason thought. Statham's stunt double. They couldn't get him for the movie. It's meant to be him. It's really weird. It's like Diet Pepsi or something. Right. It's a, definitely a bootleg Statham. I, I, I want to know, is Jason Statham in the first one at all, or did I just totally make that up? Well, I have a wild prediction. Did I just see a bald guy and think that must be Jason Statham? <laughs> He's not in the first one, <laughs> but I have a wild prediction. Okay, get it out of the way now. Do you really want to know? Yeah, go for it. I can't wait till the end of the pod for this. I'm going to go out on a limb. I think that 
Jason Statham's in the first one. And I think his name is Carl Lucas. I think they don't care. I think he's going to have the same name. I think this is based on the character Carl Lucas. I hope not. Why would they say that name so much? And I really, so cool. I really think that they're going to try to convince us that there's a guy named Carl Lucas. That's like, I feel really solid on that. (laughs) All right. I like that bold prediction right out of the gate. I want to know, one, are we ever going to watch a normal movie again? Why have the last, like, five movies we've watched been completely insane? I think because you've picked them. (laughs) (laughs) I think I need to step in and help. The last movie I picked was Happy Death Day. And I thought that was really fun. So, (sighs) oh, maybe the next one will be, I want something lighthearted. Like Crudes 2. That might be the next movie. We don't want to give too much away. Let's talk about Carl a little bit more because you know what this movie really needed? Somebody like Jason Statham. There's like a gaping hole in the middle of this movie because the main actor has no charisma at all. Well, because he's never acted, he's a stunt double. I think so. I think that's a good guess is that he was Jason Statham's stunt double and he stepped into this role. I've never seen him before. I don't know if he's good in anything else, but he's got no charisma. His he doesn't even really he's not even really that good a fighter. He's not a good fighter. He's not a good love interest. He's not a good on camera. He doesn't seem empathetic. Oh, no, he doesn't look badass. He doesn't act badass. I mean, the script so clearly wants us to think that he's a badass, but he's just not. I don't buy it. I want to. Kind of go back to the beginning. Yeah, now that I've got that out of the way, let's go back to the beginning. Because and- I have a big question. First of all, I had written down, Jason Statham's going to be in this movie. We found <laughs> out he's not. Then we do see who is in this movie. Danny Trejo. Amazing. He plays a character, Goldberg. Danny Trejo makes his entrance by taking off his shirt. So you already know it's going to be good. Ving Rhames is in this movie. And Sean Bean. Right. Other than Luke, it's like a star-studded cast. I was shocked at each. Me uh, too. After and they kept naming, I was I, like, what? In a sequel. In a right. sequel. And I thought, like, oh, okay. Because they kind of put them last in the casting. So I kind of thought, okay, these will be small parts. But no, like, Sean Bean is, like, the main bad guy. Ving Rhames is, like, the head of the corporation that owns the prisons. Like, they have a few scenes each. And then Danny Trejo is, like, the main best friend. Right. Which is really weird because I don't know why they're friends. There's no reason for them to be friends. They just got a work detail together. There's no loyalty. They didn't save each other's lives. All right, well. Wait, I actually have a theory about that, though. Because the whole joke about Danny Trejo, the one-note joke through the movie, is that his name is Goldberg and that he's a Mexican Jew. So here's what I think. The whole prison is segregated, and there's all this racial tension going on, and I think that Danny Trejo just doesn't fit anywhere because he's a Mexican Jew, and so all the outcasts have to band together. Okay. There's also, for whatever reason, not a big Latino contingent in the prison. Yes, which is unusual. It's like whites, Asians, blacks, and Dutch? Yeah. I don't know. There's (laughs) a weird European faction that I don't quite understand. Oh, man, I got so much. The beginning of this movie was giving me some Con Air vibes. 
I was like, oh, we're getting all these prisoners. We're getting all their nicknames. Yeah. This the, is kind of interesting. In the beginning, I thought it was going to be awesome. We had an overexposed look, kind of like mm-hmm. a Jason Statham movie. But then I... Ugh. We had a helicopter in the first couple minutes. Which I swear, helicopters, you predicted this. I have to go back and listen to like Expendables, where you said if there's a helicopter in the first 30 seconds or the first minute, it's going to be a great movie. And I said the same thing about breasts. Then we said... (laughs) We had both. We had both in the first minute, which would make this a masterpiece. (laughs) Maybe they cancel each other out. Maybe. I mean, this could have been a masterpiece, I think, if you had Jason Statham. Because, uh, yeah, Sean Bean's girlfriend has no purpose or lines in the movie. She just shows up naked in the first scene and then is just in the background eating. Just eating topless all the time. Right. I mean, that's a good way to live if you're going to be like a drug lord's girlfriend. Yeah. I don't remember saying that about the helicopter, but I like it. If I did, it was probably from Triple X 2. Okay. Where Ice Cube escapes from prison by jumping into a helicopter. I swear. I have to go back. <laughs> this is where... I also had questions. So right out of the gate, I was in and also wondering, we get an info card. The info card is private corporations take over prisons for profit. In the near future. I like that part. (laughs) That way we don't have to change anything about the rest (laughs) of the world. Wayland Corporation takes over Terminal Island Penitentiary. Yeah, there was no narration for this. It was just words on the screen. But... (laughs) (laughs) just added your own gritty narration. So then I was worried. If there's a lot of... If there's a big title card, what possibly could have happened in the first one? This seems like the way you would start the first movie. There's nothing sequely about this movie, so I'm really confused. (laughs) Because the franchise is called Death Race, and in this movie, they invent the Death Race. So what the hell happened in the first one? It would be like, unless this is a prequel, maybe. I didn't even think of that. I guess that's possible. Would a prequel come out second? What? Yeah, that's what a prequel is. If you put a prequel out first, it's just the first movie. <laughs> I have nothing to say to recover from that. <laughs> you know who we got to get to is the reporter, September Jones. Hang on. Before we get to her, I have three other points to make. Oh, okay. Well, well she's in the first two minutes, but well, you had other... She's going to be point number three. Okay. First of all, I have a very strong suspicion that I just want to put on the record before we do any research. I think toy cars were used in this movie. <laughs> you I think that's really... how they did the chase stunts? No, I think... Micro machines? Only twice. Only twice. In the first scene, I swear, they used a toy car for an exterior driving shot. And I swear they used a toy bus for an exterior driving shot. Either that. Or cameras or whatever a filter they were using, they looked fake. They looked fake. Okay. I mean, it's very possible. So I'm going to do extensive research on that when this is over. Okay. I mean, would they ever admit that? I don't know. (laughs) Second of all, before we get to September Jones, who's my third point, I want to talk about women in this movie. 
<laughs> I mean, that could really be its own thesis. This movie it treats women like garbage. It is... I mean, that's that's high praise for garbage, if that's... Yes. In the first couple minutes, two women separately are scolded for laughing. The men go, what are you laughing at? And so it's Sean Bean to his topless breakfast eating girlfriend. girlfriend, right. And then it's Ving Rhames to... September Jones. September Jones. So women aren't allowed to laugh. That was the first clue that misogyny was running rampant. Then, just women being used as props come later. Then women are used as prizes. Then they're blatantly murdered alongside other prisoners. Mm. Uh, Then there's reference to raping women to death. Uh, yeah, like a lot, like an uncomfortable lot of references to rapists in this movie. It's just like, I don't even know where to begin. I mean, I think whoever wrote this like, really needs to show this to their therapist and figure out what is going on. Because the only woman with like a substantial part in the movie... Because I'm not even counting the love interest, because the love interest gets nothing. No, she's nothing, and she's a pawn... No, then then it leads to my third point. September Jones. Right, September Jones is, a is like psychopath. Right, just like a psycho but like also implied to be a slut. Like it's just this guy's got some serious issues. And then she spoiler alert gets run over at the end and it's like I think we were all supposed to cheer. And like even Ving Rames is like she was a bitch. Right. He just said that. Why? She was a bitch. She um, seemed like a smart business lady to me. She was insane. No, she, I think, is one of movie's greatest villains. I We need to dissect her as a character. You need to dissect her like that car did. <laughs> <laughs> she was just... I No, all right. Well, I think September Jones is misunderstood. I think she's the hero of the movie. In a way. So this is why <laughs> I wanted to talk about her third. Because in a movie where women are treated so substandard, less than human, she rises to the top as like, is she supposed to be a man? She's a psychopath. Here's what I know. What We're- happened to her? <laughs> Well, <laughs> I want to know her story. I want a we, movie. I know we get like a little taste, and I want so much more. We get the taste when she's introduced that she's a former Miss Universe, but was disqualified because she had sex with all five of the judges. <laughs> <laughs> but here's what I like about September Jones: the opening of the movie is a riot that breaks out in a prison. Two seconds into the riot, I mean, literally after the first punch is thrown. There's no cut. We just zoom up to like a... Film crew. Right. She's on the scene already reporting on this riot. Like right as it is happening. So here's another question That's a good reporter. Who is she? Is she a prison reporter? How does she get so much power? What's How a does prison she get reporter? so much access? Why is she there that day? She sees a prison riot and then she says... The whole premise of the movie. Well, I wrote, is this the premise? And it turned out to be yes. People are tired of fake violence. Right. We need these prisoners to murder each other for entertainment. I mean, this is a a classic setup for a movie. I 
I think it's brilliant, but they, they, I think they kind of squandered the the satirical promise of this. So we see her go into a meeting with Ving Rhames, and he's like, this is a PR nightmare for me. She says, what you call a nightmare, I call a wet dream. Right. She's going to spin this into ratings gold. Right. And so she's going to create a show called Deathmatch, takes place at the prison. Here's one of my big questions. Would you watch Deathmatch? Okay. This is what I wrote down. Who's asking for this? Who's (laughs) asking for this? What world are we in in the near future where people are like, oh, this is fake violence. I want to straight up see people being murdered. They say in the intro to the show, to the show within the movie, that it's the most watched show in human history. Well, I think if you're bringing back Gladiator Games, if this is the Hunger Games, people are going to watch. People are going to tune in. So you wouldn't watch? I would maybe watch the first episode (laughs) just to see what's going on. But I don't know how week to week I could tune in. Because here's the thing. If people were volunteering, maybe I'd watch. The fact that they're picked at random by lottery, they have no choice. Also, we get all the rules. The prisoner get their kill stats. They can kill or submit. If they both lose, they're both killed. That's one thing I didn't love is they were already introduced to the show in progress. And we meet everybody and they're like, Big Bill, he's got 18 kills and 14K. He's got 14 kills. And uh, we don't ever meet anybody who's got zero kills. You know what I mean? We don't ever see anybody losing deathmatch. Right. They're picked at random. But here's my thing. If you... would Could you just submit? That was another thing. You can... It's over if you either die or submit. Why can't you just immediately walk in and say, I submit? Right. Because then it's bad for the ratings. Also, if 14K kills one more person like he did... Does he change his name? Right. I'm not sure. That's a strong nickname. Right. I think he should stop there. Maybe that's why he didn't kill that guy. In the very first fight we see, he he makes him submit. Because he's like, I changed my name. This is my branding. Right. I don't know. Would you watch... Now that you've talked about the fact that you don't volunteer for it, maybe I would not watch. No, you know what? No, I wouldn't watch. Because, you know, I don't even like UFC over I don't like MMA, wrestling. any of right. that. I, I want more. And those people are volunteering to fight. Right. I don't really, I don't like the blood, the carnage. I do like the fact that there are weapons that you can get. Right, and then... And they're totally random. Like, one guy gets a sword and shield, and then another fight, there's a flamethrower. I enjoy that. It, there's an arena. It's very gladiatorial. The All the inmates are around. Here's a big... Qu- oh, I have so many questions with this movie. Lay it on. After every death match... What, okay, what's going on in this prison? Because it, it's like Monday through Thursday, it's regular. And then on Friday, there's a death match, and Saturday, <laughs> Sunday, it's regular. There's no beef outside of... The death match. The prisoners are business as usual, shooting hoops, playing basketball. They murder each other. Then they go back in the chow line. What? What? This isn't causing turmoil in. I mean, it seems like it's eliminating, it's eliminating turmoil because they were rioting beforehand, and now that they're all separate and allowed to kill each other once a week or however many times, now I think that they're calm down. Like, you I know, learn the rules. It's reminding me a lot of the purge. There were purge-like elements for sure. Right, just not done as well. Okay, so we get all that established. Then we meet Carl, and we kind of meet him separately at first, and he's about to rob a bank for Sean Bean. 
And I'm like, oh, well, now this is so obvious that he's going to get caught during the bank robbery, go to prison, and he's going to be our hero in the death match. Right. So that kind of took all the suspense out of this bank heist that went on for like 20 minutes. The bank heist was really long. It's really weird because a couple of things happened in that scene that were puzzling. Sean Bean says, I love him like a brother. Right. Sean Bean and Carl Lucas have this relationship. Yeah, they have some kind of deep bond. Which doesn't transfer at all. I don't feel a bond. I don't feel their relationship. I don't get it. Sean Bean gifts him with this very flashy yellow and black racing car. Right. It makes no sense. And he's going to go rob a bank with it with like six guys and it's a (laughs) two-seater. Well, that was the funniest part. Which they have to like pile in the back and he's going to... Be the getaway driver. I mean, that was just gratuitous car porn. And he's like the moral compass of the group. And these are all little hothead kids. So that's the part where it's like, come on with this guy. He's too much the moral compass. He's like, nobody gets hurt ever. Yeah. And then something happens. Two cops are walking into the bank. And he's worried about things going wrong. So he follows the cops in. He martial arts them and kicks their ass in a weak fight scene. And then he's so mad at the guy. He's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you made me do that. In 20 years, nobody ever got hurt, and I had to beat up this cop. And he's like, like, come on, let's get out of the bank. Then he ends up having to shoot a cop, and he's just, like, devastated. Shook. Right, he's so devastated. This he, guy's not cut out for the bank robbery business. Right. How and he? How are he and Sean being, like, best friends? When he's got this strict code of, like, nobody could ever get hurt in any of my bank robberies. Also, I don't buy it. why were there, like, 30 people in this bank? Maybe it's been quarantine. I haven't seen that many people. <laughs> it looked like too many people for I you? I've never seen that many people <laughs> in the bank. There were just so many, not hostages, what would you call them? Because they're not being held hostage. No, you still call them hostages if, if they have to get on the ground. I thought it was Proto hostages. <laughs> what is a hostage before they're being held hostage? They're, they're pre-hostages. They're, if you still have to get on the ground at gunpoint... You're just a victim of a bank robbery. All right, well, bank But page. anyway, there were so many people at this bank. In the near future, I think they got rid of debit cards. You have to go into the bank more. I, that's what it looked like. Because then it's just like a crazy bloodbath. Um, yeah, then, well, yeah, it turns into a bloodbath. The guys are throwing grenades out of the car. Yes. If they have this strict code of nobody gets hurt, why did you bring grenades to the bank robbery? Because it's those hot-headed. Uh, oh, my God. There's so many explosions. There's a big, long car chase, which, again, is pointless because we know he's going to get caught. Then, I don't know if I've ever seen this in a movie before. I've seen plenty of action movies where the hero slow motion walks away from an explosion. Yeah. It's the first time I've ever seen a hero slow motion stand in front of an explosion. Right. and it He al- didn't go anywhere. And it illuminated his background, and he was really squinty. This <laughs> is the moment in the movie where I'm like... Jason Statham's not showing up. Yeah. This is the guy. Yeah. What a disappointment. Then six months later, then that's when we jump into him going to prison. That's when we meet my favorite character in the movie, Lists. So I was going to talk a lot about Lists. I think Lists in September carry this movie. Lists (laughs) is a math nerd. He's into statistics. My first big question is, why is he going to jail? Why is he going to jail? That was my question, too, and they solved it. They answered it. I was so happy. And we find out. And it's a good reason. I think it fits his character. Matricide. Matricide. Of course, because you hate women so much. He murdered his own mother. 
But, I mean, he's not just a math nerd. Like, he's played like Rain Man. Like, he's played like he's autistic. Not only is he played like Rain Man, he's played like Verbal Kent. And it drives me insane. If we have a poor man's Jason Statham, we have a poor man's Verbal Kent. (laughs) But the other reason I love lists is that he's just like human exposition. He just literally follows around the main character and explains everything to him. So he's like, oh, September Jones? Oh, I know everything about it. Blah, 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 blah. The Deathmatch? Here's everything you need to know. This guy? Here's everything you need to know about this guy. Here are all the stats. Yeah. (laughs) It's so great. Um, and then we get another scene like, okay, we get that we're supposed to relate to this main character, even though he's a murderer, he sticks up for lists on the bus. Somebody's trying to bully right. him. Hillbilly. We turn, find out that we Find out later. Hillbilly. Hillbilly. Yeah, Hillbilly. And he defends him. He later defends him from Big Bill. Everybody's trying to pick on lists and Carl is defending him. Yeah. Also, this brought up a question. Who goes to what prison? Why are people, is this a maximum security prison Why are people going to this prison? Are people in other prisons having other death races and death matches? I mean, that's a great question. That sort of goes into my predictions if maybe this happens somewhere else. Are these the worst of the worst? Yeah, they never say what city we're in. or I I, I assume it's just geographic, but they don't really say. (sighs) Then I want to talk a little bit about the ring girls. So we see Carl's watching his first match. And there's a ring girl, like, walking through, having a number, you know, like you would see in a boxing match. And she's real horny for Carl. I, how does no she even, reason. How does she even spot him up there? I have no He's idea. He's a big-ass crowd of people, and she's just like, oh, shit, who's that? Is that Carl Lucas? And it's weird, because then there's six other ring girls, and they start running, because I don't know if it's shots are fired. But she's the main ring girl, and she's horny for Carl Lucas. Right. And then they meet later. Then we find out, I thought the ring girls were... You know, paid employees. It turns out they're also prisoners. Yeah, from the women's prison. So is there a woman's wing on the island? But also, what did they do? Well, let me tell you. I've visited a women's prison before. I've never seen <laughs> never seen anybody in a women's prison that looked like these ring girls, let alone like seven of them. They've selected them. I think you're going to have to do a lot of explaining to our listeners about why you've been to a women's prison. That'll be for another mini episode. Yeah, they're all like wearing lowrider jeans and the the look is very Fast and Furious stylized. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of Fast and Furious too, in a bad way. The early bad ones. Again, who's asking for this? I mean, what I like is they get real-time ratings, so they know exactly how many people are watching at any given time. It's so weird. They just have one laptop open (laughs) with, like, a rating. Here's the thing, And if something bad happens, they instantly drop. How are they making revenue? Because they say, uninterrupted for one hour. No, they no sh- commercials. At one point in the death race, they're giving a little like ad, and it says it costs $99 to buy it. So I think this is like a pay-per-view situation. Okay. Okay. I was, I was curious like, about no that, too. no commercials? <laughs> yeah, I think it's like a pay-per-view thing. They went into that detail. Here's a detail that I absolutely loved, and I wish the movie was more in this direction. I loved every scene with Danny Trejo. He meets up with... Luke Lucas, and he says, hey, you're working with us. And he brings them into a garage, of course. They're turning cars into weapons. Into guns, <laughs> yes! How did you know that? What? I mean, what a funny detail. Um, and then he's like, you want to just drive this car around? And then we get a, 
I mean, I want to say 30 minutes. I know it was like three minutes, but it felt so long. I've just Carl driving around a car for no reason. It looks like this prison is an aircraft carrier. That's the feeling I kept getting. Is it reminded me of like a prison on an aircraft carrier? Also, makes we, no sense. We already know he can drive. We saw him in the getaway heist. We, we don't need more driving scene. We also meet a character that's not important at all, the warden. But I feel like we should mention them. Usually, oh, yeah, the, the warden had a lot of scenes for some reason. The, usually, a prison movie you incorporate the warden. The warden's important. The warden had some conflict with uh, September Jones. I guess that right. was his role. But she's basically running the show, running the prison. She has all access. She assaults Luke Lucas in the the showers. She's like some kind of psychopathic sexual predator. It don't don't even gloss over that shower scene. I mean, don't even. Can I say my favorite part of that shower scene? Yeah. Okay. Good. Because I have two. So if you say yours, mine, I've got it guaranteed one. Carl Luke Lucas says, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> it was just great because that's exactly what I was wondering too. What I love about that scene is this is right after she goes, Carl Lucas, oh my God, even the name gives me a heart on. She goes to visit him in the shower. She looks down at his penis and says, very impressive. <laughs> she does. Then they get in this weird sexual tension thing, but he does kiss her on the mouth. Which is also weird. Real weird. Then he pulls back and goes, go sell sleazy somewhere else. I ain't buying. Right. Oh, Which, so good. You need somebody like Jason Statham to make a line like to that. To sell thing. it. Yeah, if you got a nothing actor, that's it's no good. Here's a question I have about the criminal justice system in this world. The warden says, you've been arrested 20 times in the last 20 years. That's once a year. Nothing sticks. All right, he kept sl- slipping through the cracks. What kind of rap sheet does he have? <laughs> what is he arrested for? Why aren't these people going to prison? I know that was weird, too, because that implies that he's never been in prison before, and yet he's just seems to handle himself perfectly fine when he gets in there. And aren't you a criminal if you are filming people murder each other? Well, that's the, I mean, that's the satire. Who's the greater criminal here? The criminal justice system. Right. I mean, that's why there's so much potential to make a a deeper movie here, but they don't. The next scene I like is, so Carl's like, I'm not going to participate in your freak show, but she really needs him in. So what does she do? The very next fight, she throws lists into the (laughs) ring. Yeah. (laughs) And then Carl has to, he literally jumps over the fence, over barbed wire to jump in to defend lists. I actually really like that. I thought that part was cool. Right. You know what I would have loved, though? I would have loved it if Liz surprised everyone in, like, eight Big Bill's face. <laughs> and you would be like, oh, okay. Yeah, that would have been awesome. But that's where we had a fun battle with two flamethrowers. Yeah, we had a flamethrower fight. Uh, we had all sorts of chaos. Which, now that I think about it, was probably foreshadowing. But, oh, you're right. Oh, because. It was foreshadowing, yeah. Because. Well, yeah, the insane ending. Don't even the get to that. The longest eight minutes in a movie's <laughs> history. Okay. So now the problem is, so they, there's a big riot. The warden makes them shut it off. But the ratings still weren't that great. So they're like, okay, this death match, even with a crazy flamethrower fight riot, we're not getting ratings. And it, September even says, like, oh, if you hadn't turned it off, we could have won the night. What beat this? What's the other show in this near future? Probably like Great British Bake Off. (laughs) Why are we assuming that the world is so horrible? 
Wow, it seems fine. And there's a near future like baking show that's captured the world's attention. People are probably like, oh, do I want to watch people murdering each other or people baking delicious food? I don't know what it says about me, but I would watch both. (laughs) I would probably tape the baking show and watch this one live. Okay. Now, there's also this whole plot with so Sean Bean. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't believe I forgot my favorite part of the whole movie. I can't believe I forgot. We got to go back a little bit. Okay. After he gets arrested, it goes six months later. And then we cut to him getting to prison. A couple minutes in, he has a flashback. A flashback of what happened in the six months when they went six months later. I've never seen that in a movie before. (laughs) They have a flashback to the thing that you just skipped over. But we find out in the flashback that he could have narked on Sean Bean's character and he didn't. Right. He stayed loyal. But Sean Bean still says, I've always trusted him, but I need him dead. Right. He's like, he's going to turn. There's some really uncomfortable racial stuff in here. And Sean Bean is basically like, he's going to get raped by black guys in prison and then he'll flip on me. So he's got to die. There's a lot of uncomfortable race stuff throughout this movie. It was that necessary? No, no. There's like out of the blue. There's like an N word with a hard R. Right. I get there's racial tension in this prison, but but that's how they're trying to show it. Right. This is supposed to be like a fun exploitation movie. We don't need that. So now there's this whole other plot of Sean Bean is going to give, I guess, anybody who kills Luke Lucas a million dollars. Now we get into. We've talked about, I think, most of the movie. It's like an hour and 20 (laughs) minutes in. The movie's an hour and 38 minutes. (laughs) And then the death race starts. Right. And I was like, oh, there is going to be a race of some kind. The death race lasts like 10 minutes, and then there's eight minutes of a whole other movie, too. A whole other movie that makes no, does not fit with this movie at all. I I don't even know what to say. And I kind of, I kind of loved it. (laughs) I don't know why. There's a death race. They're going to... You have to win... You have to do three... It takes place over three days for some reason. You do three laps in one day, and if nine you, cars. And if you win five races, you win your freedom. They will let you out of prison no matter what you did. They're real clear to be like, even if you're a rapist, you get right. to go free. Yeah. Um. So, okay. Now, then it's weird. It starts off with a bunch of people, but they're like, guess what? There's only nine cars. So, so everybody, free for all. Everybody has to fight for the car, which I actually like. Then when they get in the car, there's inexplicably a random woman inside. Not a random woman. It's all part of the... Like one of the ring girls. One of the ring girls. Why are they there? Because they're props. Because they're worthless human life. Because if someone's car explodes and they die, this woman is also going to die. For no reason. Right. Then, this is the part of me I really liked, and I'm hoping there's more of this in the first one. We get these cool title cards of each of the racers, and we get to meet all nine of them. Yeah. Most of them are people we've already been introduced to. But there's a lot of Some nicknames. Some totally new. I'm like, who's Apache? He gets out of his car and stabs another guy in the throat and then jumps back in his car. Yeah. I want more of Apache. Apache. We have Hillbilly. We have 14K. Hillbilly, who we met in that first... Like prison bus scene, how the fuck did Hillbilly get to a car? We don't know what Hillbilly's capable of. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not buying that. Big Bill, of course. Big Bill is like the the anti-character. I don't know what to call him. Right, it's weird because he's built up like he's got the most kills and you'd think he's going to kind of be the main bad guy. He's not a villain, not though. Not really, he's just doing his best to survive in the system like anybody else. I, I want to know, where do these nicknames come from? Do they make up the nicknames for them? Maybe they come, you know, with the person, like... 
Like, did Hillbilly say, my name's Hillbilly, so if I get one of these cars, flash me up on the screen saying my name is Hillbilly. I think in the prison culture, people just have nicknames. You already know. Here are some things that I liked in the death race. The use of (laughs) seatbelts. Well. Everyone's wearing their seatbelt. At one point. You want to die to a seatbelt accident. At one point, the girl, the ring girl we learn's name is Katrina. She jumps out of the car, uses a machine gun, comes back in the car window, and puts her seatbelt back on. I did like I that. Which I appreciated. Okay, I like that. And your friends are your pit crew. I mean, that was heartwarming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which I don't know how that works, but they get headsets. Other are, So you're telling me Apache and, and Big Bill have like three buddies? Everybody's got, yeah, their little crew. My question is, what did they do? I kept expecting them like they were going to change tires, but they kind of just looked at them on the screen. Right. So, I don't know what the purpose was. This is where, I like the title cards. I thought they were cool too. However, this whole movie felt like the drawings of a seventh grade boy come to life. A hundred percent. Like a seventh grader's notebook. It's a car with a gun on it. Oh, And there's a girl inside (laughs) and she has boobs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and she's going to help you shoot your gun, and you're going to kill this guy, and it's going to explode. Every single car explodes. Yeah, of course. There's so many explosions in this movie. It's insane. I was going to say, how many do you think there were? I didn't count. There's got to be at least 25. There's got to be. Yeah. So Carl wins day one. Then in the middle of the night, they call him out of his cell. Ving Rames is there, and Katrina's there, his like love interest. And he's like, guess what? You get to have sex with this woman. If you want. And like, she, I guess, doesn't get a say in it, but this is your prize. What? Luckily, they like they each like other. each other already. What if Hillbilly had won day one? Somebody has to have sex with Hillbilly? Um, get raped by Hillbilly, because that's what the implication is. Who wrote oh, this right, movie? They, in one of them, in one of the scenes where the guy gets in, I think it's Kalen, the Dutch representative, he immediately grabs the girl's head and shoves it into his crotch. And says, Roadhead. Yeah. Ugh, this movie is disgusting. It is. I mean, it didn't need all this extra anti-woman messaging. I mean, a cool murder car race could have been fine on its own. Here's what I have written for day two. Carl dies? Yeah. <laughs> Carl was a front runner. Carl <laughs> dies. So, like, in a normal movie... <laughs> In a normal movie called Death Race, you probably would have gotten to the Death Race a lot sooner. You would have seen day one, Carl wins. Day two, maybe Carl doesn't win, maybe somebody else wins, and now it's all going to come down to day three, the exciting climax. Now, in this movie, they're like, let's put Death Race deep in the third act, and then uh, on day two, Carl will die. Horrifically, in in a burn explosion. Mm -hmm. But he's not really dead. But everybody will think he's dead, and he looks like he should be dead. But he'll come back as well. Jason Voorhees? Like, what, the, <laughs> what the fuck? The man in the iron mask? What the so hell happened? At first I wrote... So that, keep in mind, the death race has been the last like 10 minutes of the movie. This is crammed into the last like 8 minutes of the movie. I thought that he faked his death. Was this rigged? But no, I think it was just an accident. A horrible accident. Right. He was not involved with the explosion. I, I think, yeah, he was not involved. It's unclear. I think that one of his buddies, not Danny Trejo or Lists, but this third guy we haven't mentioned, it's implied that he set him up and they thought he was going to die. 
but he just miraculously survived. Here's a question. What was that guy's name? He was part of the pit crew crew. We have Danny Trejo as Goldberg. We have Lists. And then we have this guy, mustache guy. I think his name was John. (laughs) (laughs) That's a guess. But this guy's been in stuff. I know that guy's face. He's been in a lot of stuff. But he's apparently a rat. So now it's kind of cool because we have 15K. Oh, I called him 15K because I thought he killed Carl Lucas. I don't know if he ever changed his name or not. 14K versus Big Bill. We have new stakes. Meanwhile, Carl Lucas is brought to like a burn ward. Right, we see his like horribly burned face. And body. He looks like uh, Eric Stoltz in Prophecy. He, he's given a new identity. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. He's wearing a mask. Nobody knows that he's still alive. They threaten to rape Katrina to death if he doesn't continue racing. It's so they're going to send five of their worst sodomites. Yeah. Very uncomfortable line. Here's a question, though. I thought we had the rules of the race already established. Why are they adding more people into the race? They're just going to add Frankenstein back in? It's also, never clear how long the race has been going on when he comes back. How many days later from his injuries is he back in the race? Is it the next day? I, he I can't walk? I really don't feel like it's clear. It, it, it looks like it's the next day. No, but they... No. Because they say that 14K is the champion and he's going to compete again. So it's implied that some time has passed. Okay. That's fine. That's kind of lost on me. It was weird. Then we get the triple kill. Right. There's and Then everyone gets murdered. There's like five minutes left in the movie. And I was like, what? This doesn't make any sense. The main character is dead and all the villains are still alive. And nobody's won the race. Nobody's <laughs> won the titular death race. Maybe death race is... Oh, maybe it's like for the villains. Well... I mean, this is just, that was my thought with five minutes to go. And then they do kind of wrap it all up real quick. Yeah. Sean Bean gets murdered by the triads who represent 14K. And they give him back his money clip, which he had. He had given to Luke. And he was like, this is the first thing I ever bought with money so that he knows Luke is behind it. Yeah. The triads I love, they have a very strict code. If somebody saves your life, you must go murder people for him. I like that. I like that too. Um, Lists goes into the showers and gets revenge on Mustache Guy by, like, stabbing him in the neck. That was great. So we see Lists as a killer. Because they say to Lists, too, they're like, what would you do if you got out? He's like, oh, I'd have a fresh start. Right, that was real weird. Like, I wonder if he killed his mother because he was being abused. I have a whole backstory for Lists. I I would love to see that. Um, and then Carl is in his car with Katrina the Ring Girl. She doesn't know it's him because she thinks first, he's Frankenstein. Right. And he backs into September Jones. Yeah, he and runs her over. Right, he straight up runs over September Jones and she's dead. The warden is watching on TV. He's real excited. He buys everybody a round of drinks. Ving Rhaim says, change my tea time from 9 to 10 a.m. <laughs> and then I'm glad that bitch is dead. Right. Oh, uh, with such malice. It's too harsh for September Jones, I thought. Well, I don't know if it was too harsh, but like... What is the world that created her? What happened to her? Was she and Liz brother and sister? Oh, and they both have the same (laughs) abuse of money. Um, Okay, so here's the thing. He kills September Jones. Everybody's dead. 
I was like, all right, how how quickly is he going to win this race? Because the runtime is ending on this movie, and then it just ends. It's over. Yeah, what happens what, now? Nobody ever wins the race. <laughs> you know, a movie called Death Race. We never even get to the third day of a three-day race. Katrina recognizes him, or so we're told. Right, he gives a little callback to his like line on her. Do they get out of prison? Is he yeah, forced what? to race as Frankenstein? Are they going to still have a relationship now that he's disfigured? Uh, what's going on here? I got a million questions. Is there a death race? Is there a death race three? Yes, there's a bunch of them. Oh my god! But now that again. I know, I know. But now that I know, Jason Statham is not in f- the rest of the franchise. If he's if he's even in the first one, now I don't want to watch him. But I do want to know: Did he ever? How are you gonna have a movie called Death Race and you never show the end of the race? What? I think it's implied. I don't know. It's implied that he's gonna win and get out of prison. But no, there's still too many unanswered questions. Well, no. Now the prison has no warden. There's uh, no September Jones. She's dead. But the head of the corporation is still alive. He's still going to keep making them. Is he? The ratings were just meh. All this for nothing. <laughs> yeah, it was for a mediocre show. But I mean, at one point, I think they said 20 million people were tuning in to Death Race. So like in the near future of like whenever this was, I think this movie came out like maybe 10 years ago. So it could be 2020. 20 million people in 2020. That's a lot. That's bigger than Game of Thrones. Yeah. Man. In today's uh, you know streaming landscape, those, those are big numbers. <laughs> are you ready for our predictions? Yes. I have a few. I have a few. So I already laid it out. I think the first one is going to have Jason Statham in it. I think his name is going to be Carl Lucas. Okay. I think Jason Statham will be in it, but it will be a totally different guy. No, He's not Carl Lucas. I think that um, he'll be like a car guy. It'll start right off the bat. He's a car guy. He's... It, the death race will be more of like um, maybe getaway cars. It's not going to be in a prison, and it's not going to be a structured program. Oh no, I think it is. I, well, you think maybe, it's in a prison? Yeah, I, I, don't know I think about it's a prison. street racing. No, I think. Okay, one of my big questions I want to ask you for my predictions: Is there the death match part, or was that new for this movie? Uh, that's what I think. I think the death match was new. I think. The That's a bummer because I would really much rather watch a death match than a death race. Yeah. I'm just like not a car guy. I'm a flamethrower guy to death. Guy. Mm-hmm. But okay. So I, I agree with you. There's not going to be the death match. It's just going to be the death race. But I think the premise, I think the premise is too good to have not been carried over. I think Jason Statham will be a prisoner and they come up with this program to release people from prison if you win five death races. No, because they established the premise in the second one. I mean, I know. That's why it's fucking insane. But I just think that the second one is wrong. I think it's going to be like a code of the streets and it's going to be a street race. Code of the streets? Where maybe they're like, you can get out of your gang debt if you win the death race. But because I I think it is going to definitely have a near future vibe. I think it's going to be supposed to be like post-apocalyptic. And I think they're going to have like cars with guns on it. That seems to be like, you know, the the reason people would see this movie. They're like, cars with guns, racing, I'm in. Yeah, on the street, street racing, up a notch. 
I mean, maybe they're in streets, but they then they're like post-apocalyptic streets. Okay, but it's not a prison in my mind. Uh, but there's got to be some reason for him to be motivated to win the race. He's okay, trying to okay. get out. Maybe not a prison. Maybe somebody's kidnapped. Maybe some kind of gang. This is the near future. The world's run by gangs. Some kind of gang is kidnapped like his family, yeah. his wife or something. Mm-hmm. But he's the best racer in the world. So he's got to raise the stakes. He's got to race to get his family back. And yeah. it's a death race. Right. Either you die, you kill your opponent. This reminded me a lot of, um, not Transporter. What was the one? The crazier one. Crank? Crank. Holy moly. But Crank did what this movie was set out to do much better. Crank because was actually funny. Because it had Jason funny. Statham. Yeah. I think it's going to have Jason Statham. I think he's driving. I think it's street racing. I think there's still going to be death and title cards and weird characters. I think he's trying to get out. He's a good guy. He's a criminal with a heart of gold. I, yeah, I think he's going to be a criminal with a heart of gold. I think, all right, it could be debt. I think it's either debt. Family. Family. But I don't want to get away from it could be prison. I'm out on prison, so you can take the prison angle. I think there's going to be no September Jones, no Ving Rhames, no Danny Trejo, no lists, nobody from this one. The only person that I am confused on is Sean Bean. No, I don't think Sean Bean's in it. You I think, think no? I think nobody from this one is in it. Okay. I think it's concept sequel alone. That's why I'm thinking it's got to be prison, because I think the only thing they've taken is the concept, and the concept of a prisoner who can race his way to freedom. That's a great concept, but I don't think that's going to be it. Also, okay, I could be wrong. I'm 90% sure that the Jason Statham movie is a remake of a movie from the 70s, right? Oh. And also, this movie, we should say, was produced by Roger Corman famed exploitation director from like the 60s and 70s so i think roger corman probably made the first one. Oh, interesting well i didn't have that bit of information so i almost well i don't know if it changes anything from my predictions but i do think that in terms of scale if this was a 70s exploitation movie it would have had to have been pretty small scale that's why i think a prison a confined space makes more sense than racing through the streets just a street? Just a straight race? Just one street? Yeah. <laughs> I also think that we're going to get a winner. I think it's going to be Jason Statham. Okay. I hope to God that <laughs> there is a winner or at least a conclusion of the race. How are you going to have a movie called Death Race and nobody wins a race? <laughs> I am. I mean, I want to know in the third one, is it like Frankenstein's Revenge? Like, what's going on? The third one, I'm sure, goes off the rails. Why would you... It makes no sense to me why you would have your main character almost burn to death and then come back in a hockey mask. (laughs) (laughs) And then cut the movie before the race ends. What other predictions? Are there anything else? I think there will be fewer explosions, but there will be some explosions. Definitely have to be fewer. I think I'm hoping there's going to be more action. I don't want to just see Jason Statham behind the wheel of a car the whole time. I want to see him kicking motherfuckers. I don't know. I so think it's I'm, going to be a lot of him driving. I think there will be a lot of driving, but I'm, I'm thinking there is going to be some hand-to-hand action. If he's in prison, I'm hoping that we're going to see some prison fights. You know what makes a lot of sense? What? I think it's Jason Statham in the first one. His uh, stunt double in the second one. Mm-hmm. 
And then all the rest can be anybody. Oh, that's why they the did the mask. Frankenstein mask. That makes a lot of sense that they were like, okay, look, it's the end of the movie. Obviously, this guy was not Jason Statham. We can't have him for the sequels. We need a franchise. Right. Let's put him behind a mask. But there's already a guy behind a hockey mask. You can't have a new guy behind a hockey mask character. Was it a hockey mask? It looked like a paper mache, like a... It looked like a goalie mask to me. To me, it looked like the front of a mask that a knight wears, covered in brown paper mache. <laughs> well, I don't know. We'll have to go back and look. <laughs> um, I'm thinking there's going to be a love interest, because it's Jason For sure. Statham. Yeah, so maybe the whole family angle doesn't work. All right, you know, I'm going to stick to my guns and stick with prison. Okay. He's a prisoner trying to get his freedom. No. And there's a woman prisoner who helps him and he has sex with. I think this is going to be about street racing. It's going to be about honor. He's going to have to follow a code. I think that he's going to race. I think he's going to have to race for somebody else's freedom and put his life on the line. Ooh. And maybe it's the love interest. Maybe it's the love interest brother. Maybe that's how it's all connected. Okay. All right. I can see that. Um, I think he's going to win the race. But I'm trying to get some details because now that we say that if we don't predict it, it's wrong. Right, right. So what else could it possibly have? There's definitely gonna be cars with guns. There's definitely gonna be explosions, but I do think less. I think there's not. No, I was gonna say no bank robbery, but what better way to establish someone as a good trick driver than than a getaway getaway driver. driver? Right. Okay. So let's say there. That could be his crime. Weirdly, I think there'll be an animal in it because Jason Statham is always paired up with some kind of animal. What the hell are you talking about? An animal? <laughs> yeah. What? What are the examples? I'm trying to think. Was it Crank where their horse jumps over him making oh, love to yeah. a woman? Okay. I feel like there was something. Oh, I also think with my animal prediction, there's going to be other vehicles, not just a car. We've seen him on a jet ski before. We've seen him punching into melons before. I think there's going to be another vehicle, maybe a motorcycle. Maybe he's riding on a helicopter ladder. Oh. I think he's going to have a few more vehicles, not just a car. I think I'm right. Okay, no. I think I'm I'm so right and you're so wrong. No, I'm thinking he'll have regular car and he will have death car and that's it. Oh, we'll see. All right, well, I'm super excited to watch the next one. Hopefully it does have Jason Statham in it. So this has been Reverse Sequels. As always, I'm Patrick. And I'm Frankenstein. And my name's Ellie. See you next time. Bye. Reverse Sequels.